When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Talkback Time with Smithy. Brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Call now for a chance to win today's $50 Chemist Warehouse voucher. 0800 150 811. 9.32 and uh, just asking who's first this morning because we've uh, got calls coming in, which is uh, fantastic. And uh, Brian from Hibiscus Coast. Brian, good morning to you. Hello, Ian. Yes, I've known the family for quite some time. Um, Merv- Walter Mervyn Wallace, who you know a bit about, a uh, famous mm, uh, cricketer, um, Ryan's grandfather. Now, Ryan, his physique and that takes after uh, Mervyn Wallace because Mervyn was a shortish, stocky man, quite powerful, and... Whereas, you know, Grant's uh, quite uh, small and Adele. And um, Mervyn, I'm sure, as well as it's been reported, Warney might have been on uh, Ryan's shoulder. I'm sure there was some of Mervyn Wallace watching him as well because Mervyn was a tenacious cricketer uh, and a great guy, humble guy, and that's where Ryan probably... Uh, Ian is getting his um, humbleness, if I may say that, uh, from Mervyn Wallace. A great guy and uh, a wonderful chap to talk to. He go into his shop, Wallace and Webb, in Auckland, and he would just take time out of his day and talk to you about cricket, or in my case, table tennis, or something like that. And it was great. And I'm sure a lot of that is coming through to Ryan, and uh, I, I can't think of anything else more to say that what a wonderful performance, and we're going to see a lot more of Ryan in the future. Well, I, I think the the only thing that, that's holding him up, or was holding him up when it came to the very big events, Brian, was the fact that someone would come along and nobble him. I mean, he, he was... He's been in contention to win the Irish Open, um, I think the Italian Open, and uh, two players, and as he said, have sunk putts from around the world, yards of yeah, putts yes. and playoffs that have just nailed him. And here's a situation where, no, nah, he came on the, he came through on the right side of it, and uh, we know he can hit the ball a long way, Brian, which gives oh, him a great yeah. advantage on most golf courses these days, and just that belief that he can win now, I, I think really uh, it could be quite a special next four or five years for him. Oh, it's going to be great watching. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Brian. Thank you so much uh, for your call and your knowledge there of uh, Merv Wallace. Yes, when I was 
um, a young lad. Merv Wallace was a cricketing um, a cricketing star in those days, of course, and he had that sports shop, well, Wallace and Webb, where you could go and get cricket bats, etc. or all sporting equipment. And uh, Yeah, he was, uh, I remember Merv Wallace, I can see him right now as uh, I look back on those days, and a uh, great tri- contributor. And then, of course, um, Grant, uh, Grant Fox, you know, and uh, contributed a hell of a lot more than rugby than Grant during his playing years and afterwards as well. So, it is a great, it's a great sporting dynasty, actually. It is a terrific sporting dynasty. And, and aren't New Zealanders, aren't we so lucky? Aren't we so lucky that uh, we have uh, these families that produce sport so often? Terrific. Absolutely terrific. Neville from Dunedin. Now, Neville from Dunedin, I know for a fact you will have plenty to talk about in terms of Ryan Fox's win and other golf. Well... <laughs> Yeah, it was wonderful um, to watch Ryan. I'm not. I was watching through to the 14th hole before I turned it off and watched the last four holes in the morning. Um, but Ryan is a special person as well as a special golfer, as you've been saying. I mean, he, he probably would have been quite frustrated because not only was Mansell struggling, but. Um, Alex Noren would be frustrating as well, I think, because he, he tends to back off his shots, you know, like one or two others do constantly. And to watch that sort of thing would frustrate a golfer who just likes to get on with it. Um, but that was a big win, but it was more than a big win. That was the biggest win for New Zealand golfer since Michael Campbell winning the... Um, you know, it's bigger than bigger than big, really. Um, and it was nearly a night never to forget because we had Lydia who hit the front briefly. We also had Daniel Hillier who hit the front briefly, but in each case, um, the, the golfers who won the tournaments did play the best golf in the world. So it's been quite a weekend um, when you think about it. And we look ahead to the future. It's going to be exciting next year with, um, with uh, Fox having a companion on the European tour. Um, well, uh, Daniel, Daniel Hillier, of course, will be his, his companion there. So we're going to have two contenders there. Yeah. He's going to play uh, quite a bit in America because he gets exemptions now and not just the Masters but other tournaments, which uh, winning the Dunhill gives you access to. So, um, And also we've still got Danny Lee there chugging away in the background and you just never know with Danny Lee when he might find a purple yeah. patch. So, uh, And Lydia, of course, as you say. So we are... Yeah. We're very lucky, Neville, at this, this point in our um, our golf watching careers, aren't we? We're, we're very fortunate. It's a golden age of golf for us at the moment. I mean, you've got Steve Elka there. Um, I can't remember a time when we had so many golfers um, pushing their way. And we've got Mamoka Kabori, who's in a position to be on the Women's European Tour uh, as mm. well. And Amelia Garvey over in America is... is not that far away from making the LPGA Tour, but she just isn't quite knowing much. She's got one tournament left. Um, if she could somehow get a top two, she might sneak in. But uh, yeah, they're exciting times. And, and just but hearing that news on, yeah. Paul Cole, yeah. Paul Cole, that's brilliant. Oh. 
Um, Brilliant. Swath was my sport many years ago, and uh, the Cole family are legends in the world of squash. <laughs> Not a bad name in West Coast either, I can promise you that, the Cole name. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, I can tell you, uh, Neville, listening tomorrow, because we're doing our best to get hold of uh, Grant Moorhead, because... Uh, it's oh, the good. 30th anniversary, 30th anniversary, Neville, of us winning the Eisenhower tomorrow. So mark that down, oh. and we'll have a ch- yeah. we'll, we'll reminisce those days for you, which you re- will remember so well too. Thanks for your call, Neville. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll move on and uh, just pop round the corner to you to Graham in Dunedin. G'day, Graham. Good morning, sir. Now I remember Merv Wallace when I was a schoolboy here in Dunedin, uh, playing for Auckland. A very attractive batsman. He was in that 49 team that went to England, our greatest batting team ever. And there were four there who were before the war in the 37 team, Walter Hadley, Jack Cowie, and Eric Tyndall. Now, in that 1947 tour, um, uh, 49 tour, Merv got over 900 runs in May. And... Uh, uh, he uh, was one of uh, eight batsmen who scored over a thousand runs, and eight of them got centuries. As I said, it was probably our uh, greatest uh, batting team ever, and we needed another fast bowler to back up Cowie. And we may have beaten England in those days for the first time. But I remember going into Merv's shop. It was in Wellesley Street, and then he shifted it to. Uh, uh, top of Kyber Pass, and I used to get him to do all our repairs for St Peter's College, where I was the, the sportsmaster there. And he had many, many good uh, uh, yarns. And Merb's greatest uh, selection uh, was, as he said, Bruce Taylor, who scored a century and took five wickets in his first test in India, nursed at the other end by Bert Sucker. But uh, no, I, I, I watched. Uh, uh, I say after um, uh, Bert Sutcliffe, Wallace was the most attractive batsman in New Zealand, as I remember in those days, a good man. And his daughter married, uh, as you know, uh, yeah, Grant Fox. Okay. Uh, that's all I have to say. Have a good day. Graham, oh, thank you very much for your recollections. Isn't it amazing? You went to be someone, and uh, that's what we talk about family dynasties, and we. We go back a couple of generations and start talking about uh, Grandfather Merv, yes, uh, who's uh, father, of course, to Adele, uh, Grant's wife. So um, let's go to uh, Jeff, Jeff the Ref from uh, Cromwell. Going to talk a bit of golf, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, I won't mention uh, how stuff the target were against Canterbury, so I'll move on, I'll move on. We'll, we'll talk about uh, that awesome win by Foxy. I've, I mean, I watched, been a, you know, extreme been in the game 40 years and I've seen a lot of young potential golfers but they just uh, obviously they just haven't got the temperament you see them throwing clubs as school kids and they just haven't got the temperament but obviously Foxy's got that always had that temperament like his old man to come through in those tight moments I know I watched them against Perez there in that playoff there uh, a month ago where you know, these guys are sinking 20, 30, 40 putts in playoffs against Foxy, so it's bloody fantastic that he comes through there and, you know, and held it together, you know. You know, it's another proud Kiwi moment, and, uh, yeah, I think he'll just go on. You know, he's just got the right temperament, you know. Um, 
Smithy, you know. And I think, you know, the, the green keepers too throughout New Zealand are, they're li- they're lifted the golf course standard, you know. And, you know so I think that ha- it's helped our golfers, like the Coes and the, the Ryans, etc. too, you know. So there's a combination between the green keepers and our young golfers coming through. Um, the standard just, you know, we seem to get, that seems to be more and more of them, Smithy, you know. Uh-uh. Yeah, Jeff, I think golf is going through, or has been for quite some time, uh, a really good uh, period in its history uh, domestically in New Zealand because um, you, you only you only have to see the number of people who travel in golfing groups to play around the country. Um, you only have to, um, to to try and book golf tees at certain courses around the country to know how much in demand some of these facilities are, uh, and that is because people just genuinely want to play the game. Um, and it doesn't matter whether it's uh, in this country or perhaps if you're going to go on a golfing trip to Australia, try and get on some of those sand belt courses or up into the Gold Coast, the Sunshine Coast, the demand for tea times, etc., cetera, is, is at a premium. Uh, and that is because people want to play. And one of the reasons people want to play is it's a healthy sport. It's uh, generally a very safe sport. Um, and it goes against um, some of the worries that people have about physical injuries these days in our sports, which is such a, a high-profile thing that people talk about. Uh, golf doesn't have that. Um, there's been freak accidents, of course, but n- not in the nature that you, you know we're talking about. And the other aspect of, of it is, as well as because of people like Lydia Ko, uh, who have inspired so many young girls to play golf and turn them into great women golfers, and now Michael Campbell's, the Greg Turner's, the Bob Charles going back, um, you know, uh, and now the Ryan Foxes of the world that absolutely inspire Phil Tatarangi. Um, you know, what the, he and Michael Campbell have done to, to Māori people wanting to play golf, um, you know, and, and inspire them as well. Uh, it's, it's a great story, golf, actually, and um, it's not an elite sport. People tend to think, they look at it and think, well, it's an elitist type. So it's not. It is not an elite sport. It's a great sport because anyone can have a damn go at it. And there are public courses, there are driving ranges, there are wherever you want to go, there's a chance for you just to have a crack. Um, and, you know, m- more accessible than, than most sports, actually. And, and just see if you like it. And uh, if you hit one or two really well or, you you, you know, you, f- you fluke a, some wonderful shots as a beginner, uh, you get the bug. And the people, they talk about the golf bug, it is a thing. It is a thing. Don't you worry about that. 9.46, thank you so much for your calls this morning, everyone, on the golf, um, and uh, fully deserving, too, uh, on the back of Ryan Fox's wonderful performance. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter, or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.